What is up, podcast? Welcome back to another episode of Paradise on Fire. Another episode where we don't know what we're talking about, so we're hopping into a Q&A, asking you guys for the topics, asking for questions, because like I said, we have no idea what the fuck to talk about. So as per usual, we'll start off with our peach and our pit of the week. So Melissa, you can start this one since you're fresh out of the house. Yeah, I was going to say that my peach is leaving quarantine, but it's actually not. Um, I've been on quarantine for like 14 days from after coming back from Tampa with Ian and honestly it was so nice and I'm having a little bit of anxiety leaving it Um, but my peach is probably working on all the challenge stuff over the last two weeks because it's been like so fun and to have that much time to invest in like something that you really care about it's very I don't know it's very fulfilling like I'm not used to that compared to your normal job yeah so I have a nine to five working at a pharmacy which is not like it doesn't drive me you know what I mean like I like my job and I obviously work hard but it's not something that like I get excited about I don't get excited to go to work um in the last two weeks I feel like I've been waking up and like like 12 hours straight on the computer just like so like into it you don't even like think about it you just do it because you want to and you like to so it's been very I don't know it's been so nice and like everything else has been like firing too like to like think about other business ideas with Ian and to like do like like t-shirt designs for the Olympia and like I've been like kind of managing all that stuff for him and it's just been like really nice even like cooking for him all day Like, I'm just, like, thankful to get to do shit like that. You know what I mean? And uh, my pit is definitely the anxiety that I'm feeling to go back to work. Because, like, I'm, like, I don't have anxiety to go to work because my job is not, like, like, I work with nice people and all that kind of stuff. But, like, I'm scared that I'm going to lose this, like, drive, momentum and drive and this, like, feeling. And I'm really. Well, just right now, tell yourself if acknowledge that feeling yeah and then when you're going back into work if you start feeling that at all if, like tell Ian to keep on your ass I mean like if all of a sudden you're like oh like I'm sorry I can't I'm busy I'm tired because of work this that and like all that stuff that you're excited about starts to slack off a bit make your decision what the fuck you're gonna do yeah leave your job and dive in or don't have you felt like the gym and like you're back in the gym now right yeah it's it's not just like like working too it's like it's everything. Like before if Ian wanted to train at, I don't know, six o'clock, I'd be like, no, it's too late. I'm too tired. But like, I, I can go to the gym right now at eight o'clock. I still have energy or like, sorry, this might be too MI, but like if Ian wants to like get a little freaky, you know what I mean? (laughs) I'm like, no, I have to wake up at 5am. I have to go to work. And now you're just in a position to be like, fuck yeah, all the time. And it's very, I mean, everything is just flowing better. And I'm so scared that it's going to, like, there's, it's going to stop. Which, like, to be honest, like, it probably is. And I... It doesn't have to, though. No, 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 no. And I don't... It's it's weird because I got, I got this job about almost to the day a year ago. And I was looking for a part-time job. And this ended up being a full-time job. And it was close to home like it was a good fit and the timing was right because I'm trying to pay off my student loans from my degree but like 
I'm still trying to pay off my student loans, but now the timing doesn't feel right. Like I don't want something like this that's so temporary to impede something that I want to be permanent. Does that make sense? Yeah. Have you thought about doing like, I mean, you're doing the coaching now with the transformation. Would you want to like continue with that going forward? I mean, if I were to like hustle and like take on like maybe 10 like monthly clients, that would supplement my income probably. Like my income at the pharmacy is literally nothing when you actually think about it. Like in the whole scheme of life, it doesn't pay our bills. It doesn't do anything. It's literally just going towards my student debt. But like until that's gone, I feel very guilty not having like, but it's secured not like, income it's not like even now you're thinking if you don't go back to work you're gonna be sitting at home doing nothing oh no absolutely not but when you're when i feel like there will be a transition period where i'm not getting like a paycheck every two weeks it's scary i don't know if there will be though <laughs> i think i think you're, you're scared but i don't think that's even true especially after this challenge i think you can easily retain 10 people and if you announced that you wanted to do that which you never really have i think you'd have more than 10 flowing in. I know. And I think are you enjoy- that like- Are you enjoying just like the back and forth with like the clients and stuff? Like, is that what you're- I'm loving it. And I think I'm loving it because I actually have time to do it properly. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm like proud of what I'm creating right now. Like I'm making plans and I'm making them custom and I'm like learning about these different people and there's time to actually do it properly. And I'm like, wow, this is actually like, I'm enjoying it a lot. And Ian's saying the same thing. Ian's like, just fucking quit. He's like, just, just quit. <laughs> There's also guilt, like leaving a job when like, you know that the team will suffer, but like, yeah. Ian's also looking at me like, this is, this is our life. This like is, this yeah. is, this is us. Like, He's like, I'm suffering. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like my thing like always with that is at the same time, like, in most jobs, they're they're just gonna like replace you in two seconds. So yeah, it might hurt them then, but in the, in reality, they don't really care about you, you know, and what you're doing with your life. You said that, or someone recently would like check your ego. It was me. What yeah, I, you said it. Yeah. Like, do you think the job needs you so bad they can't survive without you? Yeah. When I left Lululemon, I had or no, I demoted myself. Oh, someone told you that. Yeah. My um, regional manager, who is like an amazing like life coach like ridiculous I was like talking to her and I was like I feel so guilty and she was like you need to check your ego because Lululemon survived before you and they will survive after you like do what you need to do pursue pursue your dreams like do you you know what I mean and like I know these things but like it's different like it's harder to coach yourself through decisions like this than like others you know what I mean yeah I, feel I mean, like, I can tell you like it just from the fact that like you're smiling about it while talking about it. I know, I can't even control my face. More, this is more lively than you've been in a long time. Yeah. I like my, it's, it's very strange. Like the, the energy that I felt over the last like three weeks, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's a very different, like. Feeling. I feel like you, you just said, do what I do. And a lot of people do what stops them from continuing to do what they want. And they have something so good. And then they start to think, oh, well, this has to end. Yeah. You're like, well, I have to go back. This has to end. Of course, I've, you literally think you just said, of course, it's going to come to an end eventually. Yeah. But the only reason it will ever have to come to an end eventually is because you just told yourself it will. Yeah. Whereas people are like, oh, like I have to go back to the job and do that, even though I'm doing this really good and I love this. Like, you don't. Yeah. But you're scared too. 
which yeah. you have all, like, I understand some people, but like, you were already successful in two weeks of trying. I had this, two weeks of trying. I had this conversation with you in my head this morning. <laughs> Did I say exactly that? I was like, he's going to look at me and be like, why would you, what would you tell me to do? So why aren't you doing, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, but like, listen, I'm, I, I, I sent an email two days ago to my job and it, it was pretty cut and dry. I'm still waiting to hear back, so we'll see. I sorry if anyone that I work with watches this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hopefully no. they read the email before they watch the. No, they already read the email, but like for, they probably don't even know this exists, so that's fine. That's, oh, <laughs> true. <laughs> By the way, I quit work. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, that's yeah, but that's what I'm dealing with, and I think. Uh, that's all I have for now, but I'm sure next week there will be a different update on my life. Fair enough. How's the transformation for you, Chris? It's been good. It's been busy. You know, it's a lot, but... It's so much. How much time does this take? It's a lot, but this is... I have all the time in the world, kind of, you know? Yeah. So, it, so yeah. it's been good. It's, like you said, it's interesting getting to so many people's perspectives and hearing different things. And me understanding a lot about myself in the past year, it's kind of like, it's not always just following the diet plan, which just makes it work. And a lot of these transformation clients are more lifestyle. So it's not just like, here's your six meals, eat it. People are like, I can't eat five times a day. Mm-hmm. Like I need a shake and like two or three meals. And it's kind of like adjusting for that. But also being like, it is a transformation. It's got to push a little bit it's more work, than, yeah. than mm-hmm. just like casual stuff. So kind of get your shit together, but it's good. You know, mm-hmm. I always say we have the easy part. Like in the plan, it's up to everyone else who has to actually put in the work and fucking yeah. diet and train. So yeah, yeah. What's your peach and pit of the week? Uh, my combo maybe is prep. Oh yeah, you started prep. So you started. Yeah. yeah, I was. I did my. I did a full day of eating, and then right after that, Ian was like, "All right, fucking prep." I was like, "Okay." Like he's not actually, what you're eating. Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, you probably got skinny actually. But I started. I was one. I was like, I hated food at the end of. I felt like Ian. I was up till twelve thirty at night, like putting open in my mouth. Like, have you ever felt like that water. before? I always do, like for a little bit, but it's yeah. probably the longest I felt like okay. that. And then I was, so I was so excited to start prep. I still am very like loving it, and I already feel better. My digestion's been better. It was I'll get into a lot, and maybe with Ian on about my diet because he did a lot of different stuff this year, and it already feels better in my body, but. That was like my peach was they fired up, excited for that eating less food. And the pit was that I was already hungry after day three. <laughs> <laughs> like I was hating, hated food. Two days of the diet later, I was eating my pre-workout. And I'm like, that was enough. Okay, I need a pump. I start looking through my cupboards. I'm like, wait, I can't just eat a muffin now or whatever. <laughs> I like, came back, finished my post-workout meal, was just starving. I was like, fuck, here we go. But yeah. my, 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 you're doing full right now, so that'll subside after a few weeks. Of, yeah, the, I hope. the first two weeks, you always feel so hungry, and changing yeah. the habits is like really hard. Yeah, like, knowing you can't just always snack. Yeah, or or like that, just because you're still hungry doesn't mean the meal isn't over. Yeah, you know what I mean. The worst yeah. for me, and I know I'm not alone for this, for like bodybuilders. It's like fucking chest day. I need a pump. All right. I need fucking 500 grams of carbs pre-workout. Like I have my meal. I'm like, no, I need like some salt, some sodium, a muffin, this, that, some carb powder. Like I don't have enough carbs, but like my body can't use that much shit. But like mentally, I think I need that crazy pump. Yeah. So I eat like that. So right now I'm still in that mood mood where I'm like, I don't eat enough. I'm not going to need a pump today. Like, yeah. <laughs> eating like 4,000 calories. <laughs> crazy. Did you start doing cardio? I saw that, right? Yeah. It's not a lot. It's like 20... 
two twice 20 minutes twice a day really yeah he has me doing too bad. stairs after leg day yeah just because he does that he doesn't do it anymore. He doesn't do it anymore? Nope. Bastard. He hasn't done it for months, actually. I have to fucking train he, legs and do 15 minutes of stairs. He only did that at the beginning. Um, what? He said it was better for his separation, he said. Yeah, but I and think once he got the separation, he was like... No, yeah, it said, yeah, then it was there. Like, not doing it anymore. But um, yeah. it's interesting because, like, I've never seen Ian, like, write a plan for Christopher specifically and be, like, so excited. You know what I mean? Like Ian, this was the most intense, intuitive plan I've he, ever had. He looked at me the other day and he was like, "I like we're gonna fuck shit up and we're gonna have them look so different this year." He's like, "I'm really fucking excited about this," and I was like, "Oh my god, I've never heard you say that before about Christopher." <laughs> like, you know what I mean? He's normally casual. Like Christopher always looks good. You don't have to like do that much for him. But this time he was just like, like he's like, he's gonna look so different. Like it's just like I feel like. It's- Partly, A, because of how he feels so excited. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. both of us realized, like, I won last year. Mm-hmm. But we both realized I could have looked way better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've been, because of that, I've been super motivated and, like, fired up. He probably sees me fired up. And he's like, oh, if he's feeling like this, with my help, it'll be fucking crazy. Like, yeah. Just, like, feeding yeah. off of each other. Because, like, to hear everyone be like, wow, you look so good. You want to look like congrats. And to feel inside you could have done better. There was more was to like, show. That's what's motivating me. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. Probably him, too. You got to win by more than one point this year. Yeah, it's got to be a clean sweep this year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sweep across the board. <clears throat> All right, what's yours, Matt? Uh, start with my pit this week. <laughs> <laughs> my laptop is just completely messed up, and yeah, all my life is on there. So. No, so I'm basically like looking at you guys with the top third left hand of my screen and the rest of it's just like flashing at me. So uh, everything's on here. I didn't back anything up previously. So anybody, Chris, please back it up. Oh, shit. Can you see that? No. I'm trying to go on YouTube. Oh, there there you go. This is what Matt's green looks like. It's gotten worse every single day. So just fucking, yeah. Me and Matt have a lot of projects and stuff going on. Matt's got a lot of files and a lot of work that you were obviously terrified disappeared, but you still have it at least, right? Yeah. Yeah. Luckily, I'm able to see like that top left hand screen. So I'm able, I was able to somehow just like manually move it over because I tried using the time machine on the Mac and it wouldn't open. So I had to somehow manually get all over, but luckily I got that and hopefully I have the new one on its way. So we should be good. I always work with the hard drive plugged in, so it's constant. Oh, yeah. But I thought, like, when it first happened and I opened my laptop, I thought my life was over. I, like, texted him. I was like, I'm going to just jump off a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, fuck. I was like, just buy a new laptop. Put it on the card. <laughs> <laughs> I, was hoping you, I was hoping you could go pick it up at the store, but I forgot. That's what I was hoping, too. But, yeah, I said I'd, it's, like, a two-week back order. But, oh, well, it's... Luckily, there's worse things, but in the moment, that was my life was over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's stressful. Now at least go buy a forty dollar monitor instead of a- no. I know. I said I gotta at least get a monitor for now. Yeah. For two weeks, yeah. I yeah. But uh, I'd say my peach this week is I get to dog sit, so Ooh. Ooh. I get to uh, get or take the dog for walks, get some puppuccinos at Starbucks. I'm so excited. Who's the <laughs> or who's the? Dog? It's just my one friend. My one friend's dog. Uh, I don't know, I've posted him a couple times. He's like that pit mix or whatever. Oh. So they live like closer down by the shore. So I can go like walk him on the boardwalk and shit like that. Oh, and that's fun. 
That's nice. Yeah. Staying with you or are you going to? I'm just going to go there because it's easier. Yeah. So he, he has like a backyard and stuff there and whatever. So I'll just go there and hang out and it's down by the shore anyway. So it's like local summer down there right now. So there's no one really by the beach. So if it's nice out, I can go hang out on the beach or whatever, do work over there and kind of have a little bit better of a time. And there's a better gym over there. So I'd rather yeah, do like that. For you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a nice little cool. long weekend. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Is it so, a long weekend in the US? Huh? Is it a long weekend in the US or are you just mean for you? Well, for me. No, because it's like, a, I'm going to go down there like probably Thursday night and stay there till Sunday. Okay. But yeah, no, it's different. Huge party at the house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they would actually like encourage it, but I'm not. <laughs> but it's like, I'd rather not. I'd rather not. Sleep and cuddle the dog. That's what I'd rather do, 100%. All right, so into the questions then? Yeah, let's do it. Kind of, We'll do rounds, I guess. Pick your favorite questions and then fire them up until we get along. Until we get along? Until we get going? I don't know. <laughs> Most of the fucking 100 saves. I do not. Holy shit, I have like five. I only have 500. <laughs> I feel like some are short, though. Okay, someone asked this, and I, I read it out loud yesterday, and Ian was like, what the fuck? That's so broad. Like, how do you answer that? It says, what is your happiest memory? Someone asked me that, too. I think I saved it. Is it the yeah, same look. person? It's the same person. Oh, my God. This is a, <laughs> Oli Sidenham. Oil. Ollie. Oh, Ollie. Ollie Sidenham. Good. We both picked your question. Um, what, what's your happiest memory? Do you know? I didn't. The I didn't when I. Geez, I can't even talk. When uh, one thing popped into my mind, and then I started thinking on it. I don't know if it is, and I hate picking my favorite of anything. Yeah, I don't believe in that bullshit. You can't like commit. Yeah. But yeah. what always comes to my mind is coming second place at the Olympia in 2018. In 2018. Yeah. Your second time doing it. Yeah. Coming second. Yeah. That's your favorite memory. I feel like it was one of my happiest. I feel like winning was our favorite. But I almost felt happier in 2018. Is that because of like because the I relief? Was, the relief, how sick I was, how scared I was. That was this fucking most stressful time in my entire life. Yeah. And it was like just done. And it was like in an instant, it was just like stress gone. Yeah. And it was just like pure joy, happiness after that. Just like relief that I didn't die, that I could compete, that I didn't that you came second, shit the bed. That you didn't re- regress in your place. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that was probably when I look back the happiest. And afterwards, I was just on fucking cloud nine for months afterwards yeah i was on cloud nine after that year too that was your yeah yeah 2018 on tattooed on her finger well my happiest memory is getting married for sure it's my wedding and like i don't know like if like he said like how do you pick this because like some memories that are like more recent are going you're going to have more emotion attached to yeah but I mean, I also was pretty fucking happy when Ian proposed to me too. That almost, I almost was happier because like, that was like a surprise well, that's, feeling, yeah, you that's know? The... That was like, I didn't expect it. And I was like, and then you're waiting for the, wedding and then, you know, the wedding's coming. But the day of my wedding was just so happy. Like everyone was so like lovey and there was so much feelings and it was just like so <laughs> happy, you know? Yeah. I mean, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh god. I don't I mean like 
I'd say my most happy is probably like my most stressful would probably was when I quit MHP because I was just like a, a steady income that I had. But at the same time, you're like going forward with like trying to do exactly what you want to do and kind of growing from there. So I think that was the most stressful, probably the most happiest knowing of what could be, you know. So you're telling me I should quit my job. Yeah, look at your job. Yeah, that's literally what I'm saying. Quit your job. He was working for a supplement company, thought it's what he wanted to do. It's yeah. in the realm, it's in the right industry. And we're just like, fuck it, see you later. Yeah. I honestly, I have a lot of respect for you. I have a lot of respect for anyone who does that because like. Oh, I was so scared. And Chris yeah. was there that week. So it would just made it like 10 times worse to be like, oh, I'm just going to quit. So. <laughs> Yeah, but sometimes you need someone there to be like, just fucking do it, yeah. you know? Like, just do no, it. Chris, Chris was like, please don't do it today. <laughs> I was like, wait, so, because I was sponsored by them. Oh, yeah. And staying with Matt. And then Matt would, like, drive me into fucking every yeah. headquarters. Because like, I, was, I was surprised. I thought... <laughs> I thought they were going to be like, yo, leave right now. I didn't think they were going to say, because I gave two weeks. I thought they were just going to tell me, like, get out of the office. Yeah, but no one would ever do that. They would. That's not. They, they would. 100%. Part to their business, though? It's, they, they didn't care. Oh, it's ego. Yeah, it's ego. So I thought they were going to literally say, like, yo, get the fuck out. Like, don't even, like, literally go grab what's on your chair and, like, leave. I don't, think, they didn't. I don't think my work would be like that, but I feel like for me to work two weeks with my coworkers after like dropping that bomb would yeah, be extremely like, uncomfortable, yeah. you know? I mean, like mine wasn't too bad. Cause like they still then made me go to like the Pittsburgh pro is like this, like my second week of my two weeks. Yeah. And they, my last thing was literally like, I left that following Wednesday to go to Pittsburgh and then I never went back. So it wasn't like I even had like a last day. That's pretty chill though. Like, yeah, no. So it wasn't bad. So I still, I, that was the last show I did. And then I was done. Well, and look at you now yeah right enjoying enjoying it all yeah just stressing about your laptop break maybe. yeah yeah just stressing well, about everything else. i mean i feel like that's like every entrepreneur's like nightmare though no yeah. but like i'd rather but i'd rather stress about that kind of stuff than stress about like somebody else's business like you know what i mean yeah i know it's almost like when you're stressed out about things that you have a hundred percent control over yeah. and you reap a hundred percent of the benefits yep that stress just feels like not heavy it just yeah. feels like it's there for a reason and that you're going to use it to do your job properly. Mm -hmm. It's very, it's, it's just more motivating to know, like I'm in control of like the money I make, the happiness, everything else. Like you're not going to like, and at the same time who I'm working, like me and Chris, like we discuss things when it was there, it was like a dictatorship. Like yeah. I could come in with like, all these different plans that I worked hours on and then they'd get one look at it and they'd be like, ah, we're just going to continue what we were doing before. And you're like, well, I just wasted all this time doing nothing. Yeah, and you want to be an innovator. You know what I yeah. mean? You're like, I have these thoughts in my brain that can make things work better. And I can't even... No one listens. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. frustrating. Yeah. Yeah. So quit your job. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your turn. All right, mine's just really simple, fun one. This is just for information to give out but it's top three songs to get pumped up for a set so i say we each should pick one i was gonna say did you have time to like no we pick your songs no like, we just pick one song right now that you would love to train to mine is deep end freestyle by I, sleepy hollow i have no idea what that is fucking Ooh. it's like deep end deep end freestyle oh. it's like uk rap kind of like okay, UK, why like, is uk it's like not isn't it called grime, grime. Not, not hip-hop 
truth crime. Yeah. My favorite Peloton instructor is from the UK, and she listens to so to hip hop, but she says it's not called hip hop in the grime. It's yeah. grime. And oh my god, the music is just like it's so heavy. Holy it's, shit! It's, they just sound like scary. And they intense, also like, use the word heavy so much. It's, yeah. it's very good music. Um, I I can't pick a song right now. Can't pick one. Don't do not Oh, maybe Barbie, pick- Barbie Tings. Barbie Tings. Barbie Tings by Nicki Minaj. Honestly, oh, any really? ratchet anthem sung, like wrapped by a like a sexual woman, like give it to Megan. me. <laughs> Megan Stallion, Nicki Minaj, Cardi, Cardi B. B. Give give me all of it. Uh, that's tough. I'd say like right now, the go-to one I would be is probably like Reckless Yellow Claw. I don't know why. Just like for some reason. Gets oh, Reckless. Up. That's a yeah. picture that you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is just like the hip-hop? side boob. Yeah. That's hip hop? Uh, EDM. Like oh, it's EDM. EDM. Yellow Claw's a DJ. For some reason, I thought you would listen to like. Uh... Rock? Yeah, like what's that shit? I do, I do heavy. Heavy metal. Yeah, heavy metal. What's the band yeah. that he posed to? Like Godsmack or oh, something. God, God, God. Yeah, yeah, I listen to I listen to God. I've seen them in concert actually. Yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah. Um, I like the softer ones like Rise Against. I listen to them a lot. I, I listen to Blink. I'm also like someone who gets like very moody with music to the point where like sometimes I'll just like if I forget my headphones, it's not the end of the world for me. I can live without them. I haven't traded with music in a long time. Neither have I actually. Yeah. I've been working out with Ian. I feel like it's kind of rude to like have headphones when you're training. Yeah, yeah. Like, why the fuck would you? If there and if there's someone who actually like vocal talks like, to you, pushes yeah. you, you exactly. want to hear. You want to hear. Okay, well. And the gym I've been going to. Hey. Oh, I said the gym I've been going to has like club surround sound system. So you're just like, who cares? I've been going to fucking the hotel gym, Mavadi. Just this no is music. Oh yeah. The only reason that I want to open a gym, Ian would be so he could do equipment selection properly. For me, I would just want to be able to control the outer music coming out. You know what I mean? Because like how much better is working out in a gym when like the music is good and loud, not coming from headphones, but coming from so much better. Like the West Coast Iron? Yes. Oh. Ron Partlow, shout out to all the YouTube videos. Yeah. So yeah, if you watch my recent YouTube video training there, I can hear them. Yeah, so good, so balanced. It's so good. Yeah, yeah like Good Charlotte comes on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the good nostalgic ones though too that you can kind of just like, I don't know, it gets you in a good mood. It yeah, does. everyone, everyone, yeah, for sure. Okay, Matt, right. do you have one? Yeah, what's something you've dreamed of doing that you haven't done yet? Dream of doing? Yeah, that you haven't done yet. Oh my god. Tough one. I'd say like mine would be like I already know. Like mine's literally just to get in like a RV or something and just like road trip across the US. Really? Yeah. Like those camper vans. That would be pretty cool. That'd be fun. I would do that if but I would want to build it first and then do it. Build the truck? Build the van? Like yeah, those camper vans. Like build it out to how you would want it, and then you would literally just like for a year, drive across the U.S. Ooh, and go ch- like check out every single site. Yeah, yeah. people do that in, in old school buses, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my girlfriend was I just don't know. The only thing I don't know if I could do is like not having like a full shower somewhere, you know? Yeah. Uh, I could, I, I want to do that eventually across Canada for like two weeks, but like no longer yeah. than that. Yeah, I'd want to do <laughs> West Coast California up to BC. Yeah. Like up just up cool. the West Coast yeah. side. 
And maybe the, the maybe cool. a bit of uh, Denver and everything. That's what or Ian, Colorado. That's but. what Ian said because I was like, oh, we should drive from where we live to BC. And it's Ian was like, prairie land. Ninety percent of that is so boring. It's a waste of time. You need to like yeah. buy there and then drive in like the nice areas. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I want I I want to go live in Australia for like minimum a month. Yeah. probably longer you know like i want to go like stay there and be there and like actually live there i've never been so i probably should visit before i decide that but since i was I, a month is not long that no that's true listen ideally like since when i was younger i used to always talk about like going to university there or doing like a whatever young girls do you know what i mean go live there for a year but i didn't do it and i still want to have the opportunity to like go and live there for like two months six months whatever but like i'd have to convince my husband to come with me so i don't think he would fight that no i don't think so he's pretty he's pretty easy going <sighs> okay mine would be to start my own brand separate from myself like i have my own business that's not chris bonstead and like be control of the the content the branding the creation of it all and just like deciding it like i work for a lot of companies right now and they're all really fucking good but like when they tell you to do stuff always gonna be something you don't want to do or you think is just stupid and you just have to do it and i'm just like i don't want to do my shit that way and like learning from being part of other companies yeah. i want to have my own that's just in control of like like what like everything yeah and that's something i've dreamed of for a long time haven't done will be doing soon yeah yeah and then you can hire me and i can quit my job i thought you were starting your own thing with ian Oh, well, I'm obvious. There's there's multiple jobs you can do, Chris. Yeah, <laughs> thank enough. you. I also feel like I have like a very similar vision to you in terms of like style, swag. And, yeah, yeah, you know. Um, is it me? Yeah. <clears throat> oh, this is this is interesting. My question. Oh, okay. Sorry, it said it's too long to fit in the thing. It was a DM. Um. Most people, especially in this industry, don't display any raw emotions, and your whole family does. Y'all seem to not be afraid of crying on camera and being completely real with people. Why do you think that is? Why? I think they're more asking, like, why all three of us have now become, like, raw emotional criers on camera you know what i mean when like it's so uncommon and now there's like one family that they're all like that well i mean we were raised together we were raised to be very open about our emotions and mm -hmm. communicate them and not be ashamed of how we felt and mm -hmm. it's okay to cry and all that shit so i think of course we're gonna be similar but and then we're you... also gonna attract similar people yes law of attraction but don't you think i would i would argue that a lot of people were probably raised that way too but that doesn't mean that you like show it to like the public, you know what I mean? There's one thing to like be like that with like your close circle and your family and your friends. And there's another thing to like do this. I don't know. What I think you guys are just comfortable with who you guys are though, too, at the same time. That's my answer. You know? yeah. I, don't, I don't really like, I don't feel ashamed of anything or not even ashamed. Yeah. That's a pretty deep word. I don't feel like I have to to hide things like I don't think anything negative is going to come of me sharing real emotions so like why would I not almost 
I think we have a subtle, a, we have good and bad parts of us, but I think a good part of us is we understand like the world and people are not all so different. Mm-hmm. And we're like, we're not the only ones who feel this way. Yeah. But why would I be afraid to show it if I believe that so many of the people feel like this too? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like when I share anything, if I'm like crying or talking something I'm scared of, I believe in it. And I believe a lot of people feel like that. And when I personally watch other people who talk about like a competitor or something, who are like, I had no doubt in myself. I knew from day one, I was going to be Mr. All this shit. I'm like, no, you didn't. Yeah. That's bullshit. Yeah. And everyone's like, wow, I fucking, I admire that so much, but like, you can't relate. Yeah. Because it's probably not true. Yeah. At least maybe it is true. And I just can't relate to it. But personally that I, because I can't relate, I would rather just be honest about Mm -hmm. how I feel. If people relate, they do, they don't. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. I think too, you get like positive feedback and it just makes you keep going. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think it's just uh, like you said, from you guys sharing that experience, like you said, you get the, the positive feedback, but you're also like helping that person that wants to be able to share those things, but necessarily doesn't. So now they have the courage to do the same, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It also just makes you feel lighter for me, at least. I learned yeah. like many years ago that like releasing things that I want to say or that I'm feeling makes me feel a lot less anxious. There will be a lot less things on my mind. Like yeah. I sleep better, all these things. And I learned, I learned that a long time ago when I was probably in my early twenties. So I'm like just learning that now. <laughs> that's slowly <laughs> learning. That's slowly. I mean, you, that's still very young to learn that though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause there's, there's a lot of people in this world that are in their like fifties and sixties and are just learning that, you know? Yeah. Well, I said like, it also comes down to like being in, I think people get embarrassed too, if they show certain things. And at the same time I'm learning, I, I really just don't really care what other people think. So the like i feel like the moment you can literally get to that point where you don't care about that you don't care about being embarrassed like that's when you can like truly start like living for sure yeah you can't give a fuck what I'm, you you do always a little bit but like when you like you said start to learn that no one else fucking matters well there are also like certain people's opinions that actually don't matter you no exactly like, like your close, your family and co- close group are the only ones that you like take into consideration and everyone else is just like, I'm not going to talk to you or s- I could not see you again. Like it won't even matter, you know? Yeah. I think that's another big thing with our group is we have a lot of people whose opinions we really respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like because I respect Matt's and yours and Ian's and everyone's opinions so much. It's like, if you tell me something, I respect yours. Okay. I believe you. If you tell me I'm a piece of shit, I would probably be a piece of shit. Vice versa. If someone else does contradicts what you say, I'm like, well, I respect theirs, not yours. It's that difference you can at least have. Or some people might not have a lot of people like that in their life. Well, and that's like the whole inner circle, I think, is it's all based on respect. Like we can have people that we hang out with and that we like and that we have fun with, but like the inner circle of people that you confide in and that you like truly like love, you know what I mean? Are people that you respect and trust. So yeah. like at that point, if, if even Matt, if Matt's gonna, if you're gonna have some, have something to say to me that like I might have done something wrong or that I could do something different or this is what I think you should do. I trust and respect you enough to like value that. Yeah. And like, it's, if you don't have people around you like that, like 
there's like almost too much noise and things become confusing. You need the constant, the constant variable, you know, like someone that's always right. And then if you don't even have that one or a couple of people, then it's just everyone in the world's opinion that all weigh the same. And you're like, okay, whose opinion do I trust? Well, yeah. And how many infinite amounts of different opinions and different people and different perspectives. So, and I think at the same time, like you also have to like closely evaluate who like your friend group is. Cause like, I kind of did some like inventory of like certain things back there. Like you heard like those quotes of like your, your five closest friends, like that's who you basically are made up of. So like, if you don't like who you are, you have to like look at other surroundings around you. And I think I kind of did like an inventory of that. And I was kind of like, all right, well, I could still be friends with you, but I'm, I'm not like as close as I once was, you know? Yeah, it's different for sure. Fuck them. Fuck them. all. Fuck them and them. Heavy shit, man. Um, Can you talk like that? I thought you were like Nathan Diasha. <laughs> he probably looks Instagram. I thought he yeah. sounded like a bit Indian, to be honest. Me? Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 grimy. You think everything's Indian. Uh, maybe that's because my accents are always Indian. A oh, quick one. Just because I wanted to answer. Phil. Brandon. <laughs> Brandon or Phil? Phil. Phil. Yeah. Easy question. Uh, Next. No, for real. I hope he sweeps the floor. Um, oh, another quick one to get this out of the way. T's coming soon. Love the logo. If we we got to post this logo on the actual page too, but oh, yeah. we have the we official. Took, we took a while to land on this logo, <laughs> yeah. but we really cared yeah. about it being cool. Like we wanted this we to went, be. We went through like multiple artists to make the yeah. logo just for the podcast. Yeah. Paradise on Fire logo. We wanted it to look cool, kind of artsy, drawn, sketch. So finally got it. I was on my story. We're going to post it on the page. The question of teas are coming soon. They've already been ordered. They're on the way. Yep. So get fucking ready. Yeah, we got like three different logos that we had made and we didn't like them and we kept well, going to different Christopher ones. went bananas with the colors at the end. I was like, <laughs> Chris hates. What, what color do you hate? The the orange was it orange? No, it was it was you thought it was no green. Thing. No, he said something about green. He had like a green tint. He's like, get rid of the green. <laughs> <laughs> I put I put it in my own Lightroom app and I just went to green and I was like zero saturation of the green. Get rid of it all. And I was like, see, this is what it should look. Like. Oh, that was so that was great. That took like probably three days for us to get through that. But that's okay. We made it. But it looks good now, yeah, right? We made it. We're on the other side. <laughs> It would look shitty if it was like orangey, greeny, yellow on the t-shirt. No, it came out good. It came out good. What's the biggest misconception people have on the sport? Oh my god! That it's all that it's all drugs and not hard work. Yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I wouldn't have even thought of that. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, one. that is for sure easy. Yeah. It's always whenever people come in, whenever. Like I have a good amount of friends who aren't in bodybuilding and when I meet friends and friends of their friends and shit, the more I go through it, it's always like, they'll always ask me something like, so like, you just look like this because you take steroids, right? <laughs> like they'll ask me that's in my face yeah. and they're not even meaning to be mean because it's just that misconception. That's all it is. Yeah. That's just yeah. all that matters. People comment on my shit. Like I'll be like talking about like training back and trying to get my back better and like something I'm doing like, yeah, more like just taking more steroids. That's every comment. Mm-hmm. Which is or that you're or that you're in or that you're into it for like the sponsors. Like the first question is always like, how do I get sponsored by Gymshark? Oh my God. That's a joke. Uh, don't you know if you want to make money. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially if you're a woman. <laughs> yeah, do not compete yeah. if you want to be rich. Oh. Okay, well, that was honestly, that's a good answer, Matt, because I wouldn't mm. have even thought of that. And I feel like now that you said it, that's just, like, easily the answer. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Okay, maybe I'll look at mine, because you didn't Um, know. If you had to pick three people that are alive, who would you get dinner with? Jesus. Three people? Okay, let's choose one each, because this is too many. Who would I get dinner with? <sighs> but, like, I, I, if I was doing, like... I would want to get if I was doing like three, it would probably be like, like if you did three, like past and present, like I would probably do like my dad, grandpa, and great grandpa. But if it was like, or I mean, this is a stupid one. If it was like, I don't know, I always go towards The Rock, but he's been like whatever lately. <laughs> he's not dead though. Uh, no, no, I said dead or alive. Dead or alive. Oh, dead or alive. I don't. I feel like Bill Murray would be a good one. Bill Murray. See, I don't it's really, an American thing to say. Yeah, I don't really have yeah. like any people that like I can't access that I'm like dying to talk to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which might be stupid, but like maybe grandpa. I was gonna say grandpa. I, I think, feel like he I had think a, he, he'd be a very fascinating yeah. man, man to and he he passed away when we were really young. Like we were really, really young, and I think he'd be like a really interesting and fun person to talk to when you're older yeah that's that's our mom's dad yeah I was, that's literally the first one that came to my mind or even grandma yeah nanny just because i was so young with all of them i didn't really have real yeah it was just like a little child relationship yeah nanny nanny is actually really fucking funny too uh oh i have one that's for a girl sorry um do you have to get implants in order to be successful as a competitor what do you guys think? Successful? No. Win the Olympia? I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. You think so? I think to win the Olympia, yes. Nicole to, won the but Olympia I don't think without implants. Ten, ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but do you not do? Does Sid Gil, Sid doesn't have implants? I really don't think she does. I would, well, I, if we're talking, I, I'm I thinking more of bikini. Yeah, I jumped. Like, I mean, it's interesting, but two of the girls in the top five last year did not have implants. I know that for sure. It also depends well, maybe on the, if you have enough boob to shove into the this is, yeah. shows. I had the com this conversation with Ian yesterday when this came in, and it I think a hundred depends on the body. You know what I mean? Like for me, if I didn't have in when I didn't have implants, it looked really bad like i'm a very broad large girl and like i lost every ounce of fat in my boobs like it was like it was gross so like it depends on your body yeah and i also sure. think you should never get implants for that reason you know what i mean like get them because you want them no. and like i mean if but if that makes you want them if, if, you're that, yeah, if you if, are if you are really yeah, successful but, and that is kind of holding you back and you've been told like you don't have to but it would definitely help and that excites you and you want to do that yes. like for sure but like that, make that sure that it's like yeah but you have to still make sure that it's like 100 percent what you want because i've had so many girls that have literally gotten them for competing and then like they're done competing within a year and they're like oh i didn't really need these like yeah you know? i agree with you but you still have to want them like yeah. don't have someone say you'll be better if you have them and then you're like oh but i don't really want them but i want to be better no yeah. don't want to be better or successful want to get implants and accept that if you get them and are still shitty you are going to be okay 
Yep. Exactly. Like, oh, I'm getting my boobs. Like, no. Before getting them, be like, if I get these boobs and I suck as a competitor and I never turn pro even or anything, you be okay with your decision. Yeah. Yeah. Just get ab implants. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh my god. Our first ever bodybuilding show. First ever show we'd ever competed. A couple. It was two of them, right? Man and a woman both had ab implants. And it was so bad. They were like uneven and like were these like weird things in the stomach. They were like little rectangles. Yeah, like like, not even like a good six pack. Just weird like hanging. It looked like they just stuff in there. Like 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 a chocolate bar. Like a shitty chocolate. Yeah, very deep yeah. though. It was, like like yeah, yeah. the dairy milks that have like the huge ridges, you know what I mean? And they yeah, were like, yeah. thin and long rectangles. It was bad. I yeah. actually had a question that said who started competing first, me or you? Same time. Yeah, we did the, the same show together. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? I didn't even know that. Really? I knew it was like I knew it was like the same year. I didn't know it was the same show. Exact same show. Yeah, we both took the overall. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we both yeah, won we the both. overall. Christopher in bodybuilding. Yeah, nineteen-year-old bodybuilder. Yeah, when he the youngest, youngest in the show too. Who is all? Who is the other? Wasn't it top three? It was like you, Regan, and who oh, was the that, other? That was nationals. Oh, the year after. Yeah, but Ian never. I, I mean, Cody Jobot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nationals two years later was me first, Regan second, Cody Jobot third. Fucking insane. Jumbot. And when did Danny beat you? Who? Danny Yunan. Didn't he beat you one? No. Khalid Chikuli beat me. Oh, Thanks. Khalid. Khalid beat me in. Oh, uh, okay. When I, I was Danny, I think. That's from my age in there to just. Justify to justify it, it. yeah, <laughs> he's only twenty-one years old. Yeah, yeah. Christopher, how old he was? Christopher though. never won nationals. Did you win nationals as a junior? Yeah, you did, right? And then I didn't do it the next year, even though I was young enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. I that. did North Americans. Yeah. <laughs> Are you getting built? Oh, yeah. I don't think they'll be able to see it. Oh, should I try? They can oh, see yeah. it easily. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> Scary wow. I look. <laughs> Christopher, your face doesn't even look like yourself. I know. What the hell? Oh. If you guys aren't on YouTube, we're gonna post this on the Instagram page. Oh my god. Next week so you guys can see this picture. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I don't want to look at it. Alright, I have another one because I'm curious for Ian. How much do you spend on groceries? Oh god. Ooh. <laughs> Mine's been a lot more because he's making me eat all organic. I know that's very important for you. That's, he says though. Everything's got to be organic, pretty much. And it's Canada meat is already expensive. Are you going to Whole Foods for that? I meant to ask you. No, I haven't yet. Where are you I'm, going? Sobeys had like okay. some. They sold. They were sold out the other day. Yeah. But it. I felt like I went in and I spent. I normally spend ninety dollars and I go in like twice a week or something. Yeah. I went and spent like a hundred and eighty dollars and then had to go back two days later. <laughs> spent one hundred twenty, so it was almost like three hundred a week. Gosh, I would guess Ian's around like four hundred a week. I think we spend, but that feeds me too because Ian like, yeah throws my food in there. Probably doesn't even notice. I think it's about twelve hundred dollars a month. Yeah, mine's like nine hundred probably now. Yeah. It was less. Before. And Ian, Ian doesn't eat. Um, organic or grass-fed yeah. food or anything he just he the only thing that he's like crazy about is the eggs 
they have to be like free run, whatever, whatever. But I'll make a three free range. Yeah, whatever the heck. But no, I, I would say 400 a week is probably pretty accurate. What about you? I mean, you mine's just probably spend it all on ice cream. Yeah, mine's all on ice cream. <laughs> I like, but I, I wait for the Ben and Jerry sale and I stock up on ten or twelve. Yes, of them. that's smart. Yeah, but no, I get mine. Mine's probably like between mine's probably like one fifty sometimes. Because usually I'll go like I'll split it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, not a month. But yeah, we probably between one hundred and one hundred fifty, depending that's on what cheap. I'm getting. That's so cheap. He's living in America too. Yeah, that's. I mean, my I get I get my my chicken is like a dollar seventy nine to a dollar ninety nine a pound. Ours is like like yours is like crazy. Ours is like seven dollars. We're pound? moving. Yeah, ours is ours isn't that bad. Yeah, if the gyms close again, do we just move to fucking Vegas for prep? Or We're gonna have to. You guys like sorry, but like you, I feel like I said this to Ian. I was like, I understand that you like can do it but like you're not prepping for the olympia in a a home gym like come on no 100 percent not no No. i mean we have enough resources for gyms yeah exactly oh fuck we'll figure it out somewhere Um, we can drive so i can have my truck yeah seriously Uh, what were you guys like in high school or college chad (laughs) definitely chad you were I wasn't there actually, Chad. I was hanging out with a lot of Chads. I don't know. College, I was a party animal for sure. Yeah. My house threw a lot of parties. I drank like three times a week, went to the bars, or just like regulars all the time out. Sunday night was like one place with live music. Thursday night was Cheers, like $3 Jaeger bombs. Saturday was the dome, like this. That's because you were in, club. yeah, like, you were. In, I was in like, like a party school. university town, basically. Yeah, right? it was like a town with only old people who are retired, and then the rest of the population was like the university students. Yeah, the economy is driven yeah, yeah. by university students partying. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So it was. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't study enough, but I was passing all my classes until I dropped out. So <laughs> that's good. I guess that's all that matters. Yeah. yeah. You didn't need to study. Look at you now. Exactly. Yeah, little kids. Did you go to college, Matt? He did, yeah. Yeah, I went to. I mean, I would say high school. I was. I played football, but at the same time, I was like that in between. So like, I would hang out with, like the football side, but also would hang out like with whoever. It didn't really matter to me. So I was an in between group. And then college, I went to Rutgers. I graduated actually in three and a half years because I did like internships over the summer. But uh, I mean, I didn't party a ton. But we would do we would do more like house parties than anything. We didn't go to like frat parties. I wasn't in a frat or anything. It was just I was we were more of just that chill group, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't like uh, I hate because I get where I went for Rutgers. I mean, most college bars are like this, but like Rutgers specifically, I can't stand when you're like shoulder to shoulder with people everywhere. Like it just I I get so annoyed by it. So I would always just do whatever I could to not go to that bar, you know. Yeah. That's where I was three times a week, just like screaming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> just fucking Jaegerbaum after Jaegerbaum. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's some places that are like down the shore that are like that. And I like, you have to be like obliterated before you even go in to oh, like have any sure. kind of a good time. Yeah. I still remember when I started taking bodybuilding more serious, I still lived out there. I went in a few times sober and I actually didn't even recognize the bar I was in. 
I was like, I've been coming here yeah. for three years and this is like disgusting and like so like, <laughs> I'm always wasted. Yeah, but when you're drunk, up. everything's very like the le- you just don't it's care. like rose oh, you don't care. You're, you're just like you don't even notice. It's just, even yeah. in minus forty outside in Canada, you'll like I remember like just being like chilling in a dress, like no jacket, waiting for the bus. I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like diff- never mind, different topic. But uh, what kind of person were you in high school? No one will expect this. Uh, I was very, very quiet, <laughs> very um, studious, nerdy. I don't know. I wouldn't say nerdy, but I was just a very quiet person, and I didn't really have much of a social life. When I was kind of the same, though. I didn't like go out like that, like crazy. That's I was always like the friend that you were friends enough with the people, but like you didn't always like want to go hang out. But, like, you know, I wasn't, I, mean? I wasn't friends. You know what I mean? Like I remember sitting. This was probably like grade nine, ten. Like when I got a bit older, eleven, twelve, it was different. But I remember like sitting at my locker playing um, Tetris on my flip phone, and like everyone hung out in the lobby. Like that's where like everyone went to like socialize and I would just like sit by myself at my locker and like play Tetris because I had like, I probably a little bit of social anxiety to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I like would never cross the barrier into the lobby to like talk to people. And I don't know why, like I had a group of friends that were really nice and like, like my one friend, Nathan would always come sit beside me by my locker and be like, Hey, how are you? But like, I was still like very like, I don't know. I definitely had social anxiety at the beginning of my high school career. And then I started drinking alcohol in grade 12 and that helped. <laughs> <laughs> Broke the barrier. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of really bad, but like that is like sometimes how you have to make friends. Uh, I, if you have Yeah, no, I agree. I learned a lot from like partying and being more social by drinking and like I can now do, I'm fine sober all the time and I'm a very competent person, but like, I don't know if when I was younger, I could have really like gone to parties in high school sober and like felt comfortable and Mm. met people. I wouldn't have been able to do it. I was too anxious. That's how I I mean, my freshman year, I didn't really drink at all in college because I was like the same way. Yeah, I didn't drink at all. It's usually the opposite in college. Well, I had like, I think when I went to college, I had more like that social anxiety there. And then, so I just kind of like stuck with myself, did my studying and everything. And then as like you said, you start going out to, I like it's the house parties and stuff. You would start drinking a little bit, get a little bit more like whatever, but it definitely helped, like you said, in that party environment to kind of open up a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, there's a balance for everything. And, like, yeah. There's a reason why kids do shit like that at that age and like find themselves, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, do I, I don't, I'm not someone who's like into frats and everything, but I do think to some extent, like if you're just trying to like get a friend group or something like that, I do think frats are good for that kind of purpose. If you're like lost, you know? Yeah, for sure. Just as long as you pick the right one. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. 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 I feel like for me, when I, I moved to school, not knowing anyone, it was just like day one, I knew one person there had no other friends. And it was just like walk to the liquor store, grab a case of beer, and then you come back and then you, people are walking around and then they like, stop, chat, you get more drinks, like, oh, like, yeah, stop by our room tonight for this. Yeah. Next thing you know, you're wasted. And like that night I met Eddie, I'm pretty yeah. sure like my first night ever, and we were both wasted. And he's like, what the fuck, you're so big. And he would like punch me and shit. And then he'd be like, let's go walk around campus and like fight people. Like, not actually, but just like, <laughs> asshole. Yeah. and it was just a funny moment we shared drunk. And then after that, we were just like, best, best friends. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's nice when you go to small town, like Kingston and Queens University is kind of like that. Like, it's almost just like, 
you go to, you, oh, you're a similar age, you go to the same university as me, okay, we can hang out and be friends, you know? Whereas, like, Ottawa yeah. universities are not like that at all. No. I mean, I had these, I had these two people, we had a very small door. It was like old army barracks for dorms that we had. So it was only one floor. There was no air, no nothing. It was always so hot in them, but you'd move in in September. It was still a hundred degrees. It was 110 degrees in the dorm, but my like next door over were these two people I became friends with. But when I first got there, they would always dress in like button up shirts, sometimes ties, this and that. And they would always go around like just screaming and laughing and this like obnoxiously loud. And it's like all I would hear was just like everything being knocked over in this dorm next to me. And they would be just screaming and laughing and like they were having tickle fights. And I was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? And yeah, dude, it was the weirdest thing. Yeah, they were just like weird. I don't know. Like but they would, uh, and we got to the point where they always wore these like suits to class and they had like this, it was called like the Rutgers Daily Targum. And someone like literally wrote in there, these two fucking assholes that dress like up like this and go to this class, they like were became known as those two guys that would do that. Oh, that's, hilarious. that's hilarious. Yeah. Did you guys have uh, yik, yik Yak or whatever? Yak yak. Yeah, something? yeah, we had yik yak. I think they were definitely on there too. It's like a, a page where you just post statuses anonymously. Yeah. And it based on your location. So you, if when you're at school, it picks like a five kilometer yeah. radius, and everyone gets it put into the same like wall, like yeah. Facebook, and you post anonymous statuses. Oh. So we we're sitting in the calf at like the big sheriff hall, five hundred people in there, and be, people would be like that cute girl in the blonde dress, I hope she looks at me. Or in the blue dress with the flowers on, I hope she looks at me. No one wears dresses. That's be like so that. cute. It was cute until you start targeting people and bullying yeah. people. Oh. Like, it, it got fucking rude. It lasted about a year where we were, like, where yeah, I, I don't even think it lasted a year for us. People were, like, destroyed. I got called out a lot because, like, I remember, I pulled up with mom, but I remember the first time I walked into school, I was 19. I took one year off after high school. I was 250 pounds, just competed two weeks before. So I was still kind of like tan. I had a man bun and like a subtle beard and I'm walking into residence first year and just like pretty wearing a tank top, like 250 Jack. And parents were just like, Look, and I was carrying a case of beer. The first thing I carried it was like, oh <laughs> my God. Parents were, and I was the only one legal enough to drink because everyone else was 18. Yeah. People were just looking at me like, what the fuck? But I remember my mom being like, stay away from, hearing people say, stay away from that guy. Like to their girls or something like that. <laughs> and later on when we got drunk and I was talking to my friends, there was like, I remember with one girl, good friends with Julia. She was like, yeah, when I pulled up, my mom saw you. She was like, just watch out for that guy. He looks scary. <laughs> oh my God. That's just it's code word scary is mom, a mom's code word for that's a fuck boy. Don't. Yeah, yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. And I, and then they were like, yeah, I was a nice guy by the end of it. You yeah, know? yeah. Yeah. But it's pretty funny. All right. I think most we'll have to get out of here. Right? Yeah. I'm sorry. I have a haircut and I haven't cut my hair in like 18 months. So 18 months. I'm serious. The last time I cut my hair was after the Arnold. Really? So March of 2019. Yeah, I was say that was a while ago. And my hair was literally this long when I took my extensions at after really? the Arnold. Yeah. Jesus. But this is all dead now, so I'm probably gonna, all dead. I mean, I feel like it's in really bad shape. What does it matter though if it looks fine? I don't know. We'll see what she does, but I might have no hair tomorrow. Just so. tell her not to cut it all. Off. Yeah, we'll see. Girls know when they say that to hairdressers, sometimes it just... Guy, guys, barbers anyways. too. I'm like, 
Just trim the sides, nothing else at the top. Oh, I just got to thin it out a little bit. Let me shape it. And then my hair is short. And then your balls. You're like, okay, yeah. thank you. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, Melissa's got to go get bougie because she's been locked in quarantine. So time to pamper herself. Yeah. So we'll catch you in the next episode. Hope, thank you. Uh, but again, thanks for listening. <laughs> I never know how to finish these things. So peace out. Bye.